0: Welcome to Candid Conversations with Dr. Mayfield. This episode is sponsored by Mayfield Counseling Centers, helping you find clarity, hope, and purpose. Call us at 719-452-4803. Here's your host, Trevor Sharon.
1: We are really excited about today's topic of conversation. This is a curriculum that Dr. Mayfield and I wrote along with uh, Education for a Lifetime here in Colorado Springs for our teens. It is a upstream suicide prevention curriculum called Who Can Relate? Uh, Dr. Mayfield, would you mind sharing just a brief concept of why this was important
0: for us to do? And yes, real quick, we did take it from the name of the song. So if you want to play Who the song. Who Can Relate? <laughs> play the song in the background. We won't because of copyright. Yeah, rule, no, bad, I guess. We I mean, have to <laughs> pay royalties or something. Um... It was our desire, what, it's been almost two years? Yeah, it's been almost two years. Uh, It was our desire to really get in the mix of things with our schools. So for those that don't know, we're not in, like, we're not number one anymore, but we're in the top five, I think, El Paso County of the number, you know, for suicides in our country. Front range is still pretty high. Colorado is still pretty high. I think uh, the number two leading cause of death right now in our our state is suicide for 10 to 24-year-olds, which is just ridiculous yeah. um, but it was our job to go you know what why Or our, our desire not our job but our desire to go why are we not doing things six or seven moves ahead of it yeah. right and so uh, a lot of times i think over the last what two or three years you and i have gotten called into schools uh, to talk after the fact yeah. and that's heartbreaking so it's like why are we waiting until something happens and so this was a, a, a desire to go, let's let's change that. Uh, it didn't start out as a curriculum, actually. It started out as just this kind of YouTube video thing. And we had called it the Me Too movement. And that uh, changed when... Uh, you know, we it, decided on that name about six weeks before, before the it Me Too movement actually, actually happened, right? So, uh, so we wanted to rebrand it because we didn't want it to be... I mean, I think the what the me too movement has done has been great but this needed to be something specific and different it was causing too much confusion right
1: and i think so david galvan uh who if you've been a long time listener of the show you know him from our let's talk about sex baby (laughs) episodes uh he helped us write that curriculum and he's the one who does it in the schools just the training for trainers um and He was the one who came up with the name, and I think it was really prevalent because it's from Logic's 1-800 song, which is uh, a song about suicide and prevention. And and just
0: talks about the name or gives the uh, suicide hotline a couple times during the song. Yeah, Yeah.
1: it's just I mean, and I think it's important for us to recognize, too, that um, or to talk about here, there's a lot of talk about if we have conversations about suicide, it's going to happen more. Um, and I think that's been a big scare, a scary intimidation for parents as well as school administrators. Well,
0: that's part of the reason I'm writing the book that we talked about two or three episodes ago is, uh, giving a parent's a platform uh, of how to talk about it and how to talk about, it well, that's the thing, right? Uh, for many of our kids, they're already glued to their social media accounts. They're mm-hmm. glued to their, uh, their screens and, and they're learning at a rate faster than we can keep up with as adults. And so, so. Uh and, and the encouraging piece, and I share this in my talks, is that 46% of teenagers say that their parents are still a major voice in their lives uh, on these topics. And I'm like, so why aren't we talking about it? And yeah. so the Who Can Relate curriculum right now is a school-based curriculum uh, talking about this idea of who loves you, where do you find your value, and, and who needs you. And we think and you know, we believe that if those three questions could be answered to some degree, uh, uh there might be some suicide ideation, but there's not a plan or moving yeah. forward because there's, there's, there's value in there. You know, I, I know that I'm loved. Uh, I know people need me and I know where my value comes from. And so we wanted to keep it really simple, but we've got videos that go with it. Um, what's our website? It's, uh, mayfieldcounseling.com. Is it backslash who, can backslash who
1: can relate? I'll put the, uh, link in the section below or in the description of this episode. Um, one thing that has been really fascinating for me as I've done this training is seeing how many adults and students struggle to express the definition of need, value, and love. It's as if we have this understanding. We know what it means, but don't ask me to explain it because I'm not sure how
0: to explain it. Which is um, fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating. I think it's a it's indicative of our culture. It's a I think mm-hmm. it's a, a snapshot of where our culture is, right? I mean I think it'd be interesting and just go with me for a minute, but it'd be mm-hmm. interesting to go to the highest places in our government and ask these questions, see what the answers are. It'd be interesting to go to the highest places in different faith groups to see if they could answer these questions. You know, it'd be interesting to go to like universities and ask these things to professors and yeah. you know, people that you think, you know, on the outside, uh, are intelligent enough to figure this out but i think we have we have removed those or we have minimized those uh the definitions of those words yeah i love pizza and i love you right okay like where is is there a spectrum is there you know and so i think that's that becomes then very hard to explain
1: yeah and i think i mean we run into this a lot just as humans of using a word that we use in the right context for the right reason like Oh, yeah, that's decompensating. And it's like, oh, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I know what that word is supposed to represent. And then the moment somebody asks, okay, define that word for me. right? It is a hard process, but I think it's even harder when we come to these simpler, quote-unquote, right. concepts of need, value, and love, because I think there's an expectation that we should all know what that means. Right. And when you're asked to... Speak out the definition of what does it mean to be needed, and then even more importantly, what does it mean for you to be needed?
0: It is hard. Well, it's hard, and I think we we at times can overcomplicate it. Please go on and explain. Well, I think right if I tell you if I ask you the question, you know, where do you find your value? Yeah. Uh, I wonder if if you get this. This is how I feel sometimes, but if you get this way. So, so Trevor, where do you find your value? And you're sitting there going, okay, I've got to come up with an answer that seems worthwhile. Worthwhile. Yeah. Versus going, you know what? I find my value in being a husband and being, uh, you know, uh, you know, you have faith. So being a child of God or, you know, being, uh, a, a, student or being, you know, th- those are great. Yeah. But we, and they're, and they're simple. Yeah, and, and, and sometimes we dismiss that. Uh, so I think we coming back to the, the simplicity of it, I think, is really beautiful as well.
1: It's been really cool, too, to see that grappling with the definition and then to see at the end, it's not just being able to define it for ourselves, but being able to be part of the definition for someone else, to be able to step into the gap for a peer and say, hey, I value you. I really value our friendship. I enjoy the humor that you bring to the table, and I want you to know that you're necessary. You're not extra.
0: Well, it goes back to when I asked parents when I'm doing family therapy. Uh, when was the last time you told your kid that you were proud of them for nothing but the fact that they're them? Yeah. Right. So that's value. That's that's because I think we attach being proud to um, you know. Hey, good good job on that paper. You got an A. I'm proud of you. Well, it's attached to something. Yeah. But the the ability to go, you know, I'm proud of you because you are a kind, beautiful, loving child. Yeah. Whoa. When was the last time as an adult we heard that?
1: Right. Yeah. We don't speak that language as often as we need to hear it um, or as often as we should speak it. Um, i'll put a link in the description below for a playlist so that you can see some of the videos this is yes. really the the who who can relate library is one of the defining aspects of our curriculum and it is just stories of suicide survivors of individual who have struggled through disappointment failure and loss and giving hope to why it's important that we share our stories because the ultimate Concept is we can all relate
0: to parts of each other's stories. Well, absolutely. And it creates a community. And our desire over this next year is to create three more videos uh, every year to kind of add to that library. But uh, I think, aren't we in like 12 or 13 schools and four school districts Mm -hmm. in Colorado Springs right now in El Paso County? Uh, If you're listening and you said, you know what? Why isn't this in my school district? Uh, why isn't this something that we can use as a resource? Uh, we'd love to talk with you and, and say, hey, you know, this is not, we're not charging money for it. You know, it's a free resource, the curriculum, and, and we'd love to train you in it and yeah. be able to get you involved in your school system. Um, and the way we've done it, we've really just been advocating for, hey, give us 45 minutes in a health class, yeah. uh, 50 minutes in a health class for us to do this once a year so the kids are exposed to this and we're getting a lot of good feedback yeah and some of the feedback from the students has been
1: we're specifically in colorado we're talking a lot about suicide in schools we've got two different sos programs signs of uh, signs of suicide and and sources sources of of strength strength. Uh, there are people coming in and speaking pretty often about it and the students feel bombarded and tune out and they just don't want to talk about suicide anymore Um, because for some of them, it hasn't been applicable. It hasn't been anything that's interesting. It's too close to home, whatever the reason, the feedback we've gotten from the students on this curriculum, since it is so far upstream is I really enjoyed this. I enjoyed the respect that you gave to these stories. It was cool to be able to see stories with redemption. That's not the exact wording that they use, but that's what they're expressing. Um, and. They're, they're engaged and the way David Galvan does it again, I'll, you know, continue to sing his Adelaide's he's an incredible speaker and engages the teenagers and he's built the curriculum so that that's part of it where you're engaging the students in the process of discovering what it means to be needed, valued, and loved and challenging them to do that for their peers. And it's been really cool to see teens engaged with this conversation because they're a key element of the safety of their peers right
0: Yeah, I agree it, it, it provides purpose. it provides uh, um, engagement for for teenagers who a lot of times don't know what to do yeah. or how to respond. but I think we give them simple tools and so as a you know art, I'd love and as we grow this to be able to create a parent curriculum to go with it mm-hmm. to a teacher's guide, those kinds of things but uh, really the basics of it is, you know, getting our kids a chance to share their stories and, yeah. and, and it's not rocket science. I think that's, we, we like I said, we overcomplicate it sometimes. Uh, I think all these things that people have done to really help combat. This is great, mm-hmm. uh, but I think we do, we, we overcomplicate it. Yeah.
1: And there comes a point where we need to realize that we all have stories of disappointment, failure and loss. The threshold is not very high. And, by being able to step forward and share your story of breaking your leg before a soccer game that was really important to you in high school and not being able to play soccer again in your senior year. That's a lot of disappointment, that's loss, that's a feeling of failure. Failure. Um, And that can be a very intense moment and to be able to allow people to enter into that and to one, validate who you are, that that, doesn't define who you are but also to have somebody else say like oh i get that because i had this situation and i was thinking those same things about myself
0: or even just as something as as small too is uh, a group of friends and you don't feel like you fit in and you're trying to fit in but they don't validate you or engage with you Uh, that's frustrating that's yeah that's uh, scary or sad, and to have somebody come in and go, hey, that stinks. Yeah, that re- I'm sorry that that's happened to you. Uh, here's here's how that happened to me, you know, and then you connect and and validate. It's uh, yeah, the threshold shouldn't be super high. Yeah. Um, I wanted to
1: uh, end this episode a little bit early as we're just plugging this curriculum. Mm-hmm. But also, I wanted to plug uh, your speaking engagements. you have a um, a talk and a training that you do called The Messy Embrace, um, and the Who Can Relate uh, curriculum falls into that, and you can be trained through this training as well. Um, Would you mind sharing just a little bit about what The Messy Embrace is and uh, how they can contact uh, us if they want to book you for a speaking engagement?
0: Well, The Messy Embrace is really geared towards organizations. It's geared towards uh, churches, uh, families, schools, Really, and it's it's a it could be anywhere from a half day to a full day. I usually like the full day just because you can get get a lot of content done. But it's going hey, you know, in people that we work with, there's a lot going on behind the veil, as I as I call it, like what's behind the scenes, you Mm -hmm. know, what's going on emotionally, physiologically, mentally, and so it really is a kind of a crash course in uh, brain science and mind science, and then also a uh, engagement in. Uh, attachment and and then how do we then how do we now we know what's going on behind it great now what do we do with it yeah and so it's practically going and so and, and the way i look at it is it's almost a, in, in a way it's a uh it's a mental health crash course hmm. you know for people that you know, i'm not going to get a master's degree i'm not going to go you know get a continuing education but i really care or really want to help and so it it's uh it can be tailored towards organizations and uh you know of what some of the specific needs are but really it's six, eight hours of let's dig in, you know, let's spend a day together. Uh, And then that kind of creates a team mindset. So the person sitting next to you in this training, now you're uh, brothers or sisters in in the trenches, you Mm -hmm. know, doing this thing together and and you have the same understanding and same content. And so you can just reach out. I mean, call, you know, call me, call Trevor through our main line at 719-452-4803 or email us at candidate Mayfield Counseling dot com however that looks but that's our desire to really equip uh, our community to to be better that's part of the reason we did the who can relate that's why we do our messy embrace that's why we do our springs mental health summit every year is to really equip the community to be better yeah and one of
1: the reasons that we do this show we wanted to be able to give a resource to our community to talk about some of the things that we don't talk about Mm -hmm. very often to Uh, have dialogue around really important things and so that if somebody does go to a training or the Springs Mental Health uh, Summit, they're able to walk away with a continuing resource where they can continue to think about things in a new way. Um, And so we are really excited to be able to bring this content to you uh, and hope that you are benefiting from it. And we have enjoyed hearing from you. Um, We have had individuals who have said, hey, would you mind doing an episode on this kind of content. Uh, And we're really happy to do that because we may not think of all the things to talk about. Um, We're just two minds and we have people around us that speak into this, Um, but we also are really encouraged when we hear from you on your thoughts. Um, So we're grateful for you entering and on this journey with us.
0: And we might, well, not might, we're probably gonna come to you this, this, this new year uh, with some of our YouTube content, I might do some teasers on the Messy Embrace 15-minute uh, type things for our YouTube channel uh, to kind of get you thinking about what that looks like and and uh, providing that resource for you as well. So look, many much, many much, many much, many much,
1: many much.
0: Uh, <laughs> much more to come. Uh, and But we want to hear from you of what you need. So let us know. Yeah.
1: And thank you, as
0: always, for joining us. We will see you next week. Thank you for joining Candid Conversations. If you would like more information, go to MayfieldCounseling.com slash Candid Conversations. And check out our Facebook page, Candid Conversations with Dr. Mayfield.